Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of September 14th. 2021 here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Yeah, that's right. The actual factual news team is back again for another week of uh, AF news stories. And here with us is a man who is surrounded by art. Here is uh, the wonderful Tyson Apostle. Tyson, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. It's not only art that I'm surrounded by. If you'll notice, I have art here on this side, but on this side, it's empty frames where future art will be future art. But the empty frames could be art themselves. That's true. I have seen frame art before and uh, a good frame honestly is a work of art. So I guess you're right. Uh, I am surrounded by art and uh, you yourself, you're an art piece piece of art. Yes. Yes. God's finest masterpiece. Some would say, yes, Some, some, some have said that. Yes. Yeah, so many. Yes. I would say. So, uh, drink it in. I mean, yeah. What else do I say? Uh, I'm here. I'm excited to be here. I've been looking forward to chit chatting with you guys, like I do every week. Yep. And uh, we're here with uh, D Eye in the Sky, vascular D. Only getting more vascular with age. If I, I think that's could how it guess. works. Yes, uh, Danny Bryson. Yeah, back from the great north. Oh, yeah, you drove to Canada after last week's podcast. They let me in. Yes. And what did you have to do? Give them a case of beer? They didn't even care. Uh, we sh- rolled up at the border and we clogged the only lane into Canada for mm-hmm. 45 minutes. Nobody else showed up to go to Canada. Uh, and while we were sitting there, we had to download an app and then fill out the app. The guy didn't care at all, the border agent, that we were slow and totally incompetent and still let us in. I was very surprised. I felt like once we got into Canada, it felt wrong. Like we had done something wrong. We were in a place we weren't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it was awesome. It yeah. Was Are you not supposed to be able to get to, into Canada or it's just like, well, I mean, it's ice. been, we've been barred from entering Canada for a year and a half. I don't think they can still come down here for non-essential uh, travel. So, uh, did you list back your in was, travel as essential? No, I, I didn't, uh, because it most definitely was not. And now, now that's the thing is now they can allow you to go. I, I this is my second time to Canada in what a year or mm-hmm. about nine months. The first sure. time was essential, this time not essential, but it was awesome. Banff, Lake Louise area, 
beautiful, lots of people, but that's good because there's bears and it lowers the odds that you'll be the one who gets mauled. Did you see bears? I didn't see any. It was very low on wildlife. So there's hearsay is that there are bears. They put up signs, right? Mm -hmm. They put up the signs, but they don't uh, keep the bears chained up, you know, like next to the trail, Mm -hmm. like growling at you and making things exciting. And then coming back into the U.S., no big deal. Lady just kind of waved us through. Welcome home, sir. Yeah. Felt great. Mm -hmm. So 30 hours of driving for 48 hours of tourist activities. Mm. Pretty good. You you do it right, Danny. You definitely do it right. I would have stayed longer, but it got that classic rain. You know, I think it rains up there all the time. It's green and beautiful. And that comes at a price and it just started dumping. Mm -hmm. So we just decided to turn around and come back. Who went with you? I I was going to go by myself. uh, And at the last minute, I texted Nick. And he didn't do any of the mountain stuff with me, but he drove his own. He drove a car, so he drove. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we went up there. It was awesome. Wow. Highly recommend it. Did you run into any News AF listeners? No, no. Ran us to some mediocre fans. Yeah. Oh, YouTube did you have channel. a meetup? In no, Canada? No, no, they just stopped to talk to me. In Canada? Yeah, in Canada. They wow, that's in pretty the wild. good. They said, oh my God, is it Danny Bryson? Yeah, and that's not even the weirdest run I've ever Were had. they American or were yeah, they Yeah, they Canadian? were both American. Yeah. But I was in Switzerland. This is going back two years. And I was just walking through an empty Swiss town because the town's kind of closed down in the shoulder season. And there was a guy coming up the road. And he turned out to be a huge fan from Estonia uh, of my YouTube channel. That one wow. was the most astounding of all run-ins I've ever had. Astounding, so. would you say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, astounding. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool, Rob. So, where's yeah, the craziest place you've been recognized? Yeah. Oh, uh, I feel like uh, no, no place is too crazy. I, it really doesn't come. Uh, it doesn't happen uh, very often. I think that one time when I was actually on my pre-jury experience in Argentina. I was like at like uh, like a flea market and somebody, oh, right, somebody that recognized is, me. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That's a bad place but to get I don't think that the person, like if they figured out what was going together. on, um, like uh, they didn't, I don't think that they were sort of hip to uh, what was happening. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I got recognized. I mean, I get recognized everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but... I got recognized on my flight home from San Diego this weekend. Uh, a guy on my flight, the pilot, uh, thought he recognized me. No, thought he recognized me. Sent me a message on Cameo because you can send DMs on Cameo. Wow! And it said, "Hey, are you on a flight from San Diego to Phoenix right now?" And I said, "Yes." Are you on it? And then he like looked. He was up in the front. I was in the back. He we waved. Uh, he messaged again and was like, I'd really like to get a picture if that's not mm-hmm. too, uh, too crazy. And I said, no, that's fine. Just wait at the gate mm-hmm. when we get off the plane. And I was kind of in a hurry. So I said, as I got off the plane, I said, Hey, if you want to drive me home, let's just do that. And he's like, okay. So I let this <laughs> guy drive. Yeah. <laughs> you want to drive me home? <laughs> I didn't have a ride. So I, I was going to Uber. You know and had I, a car? Well, if he didn't, he would have said, I don't have a car. Oh, and then I would have gone and gotten an Uber. Wow. I, I, I you're it. lucky you're still alive. No, I had it. I mean, he had 
got a cameo for his cousin in the past. Mm-hmm. And then he sent me a message on cameo. So I did have mm-hmm. his, some information from him and he seemed like a nice enough guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I offered, it was a little out of his way. And I yeah. offered and I said, it's out of your way. If you don't want to, that's fine. But I am in a hurry. So I don't have a lot of time to spend with you right now. Uh, and uh, yeah, he drove me home. Wow. Tyson, if one of these people during one of these types of experiences ends up putting you in like uh, a well they have in their basement because it's an older house. Yeah, yeah I'll have think, deserved all of it. Yeah. Do you think they'll still let you do News AF? Ooh, because I think it will make me do more. I bet it's nonstop News AF. They're like, here's the stories today, Tyson. <laughs> and then I'm just supposed to sit there <laughs> as long and as you can by myself. Mm-hmm. But I think it's okay. just by myself, which is going to be extra difficult yeah that's tough Mm -hmm. all right yeah say where i'm glad you're still here say your line tyson say your line (laughs) as you cry and weep through the words Mm -hmm. we did it god (laughs) (laughs) wow so yeah i mean yeah tyson maybe you could set would you not have done that ever i i don't think i would have done that ever ever in a million years not with a no random way. person. If it was somebody that I had had some uh, some more interactions with, well, okay, mm-hmm. fine, yeah. Well, you guys let it be known here that the true adventurer in this threesome is Tyson, Tyson. Apostle. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, Tyson. Maybe you should <laughs> set up like every city you go to. Like a which lucky fan gets to pick you up at the airport? That's a good idea, <laughs> or uh, like a cameo where they actually pay to drive you home from right. the airport. It's like Uber meets Cameo where it's yes. like famous people need rides somewhere and yeah. then how much will you pay to pick <laughs> up your famous person and then get them where they need to go. Exactly, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. So, it's a brilliant idea. That's it. I'm alive. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually was going to my in-laws house instead of my own personal house, so that was a little for me, that was a little peace of mind knowing that uh, he only knows where my in-laws live. Okay. That's All right. enough. Well, let's get into our news stories uh, at this hour. And uh, this was a story uh, making the rounds today about how scientists have begun starting to potty train Cows, of course, that uh, we know that cows uh, can release all sorts of uh, different uh, greenhouse gases. Uh, methane. Cited. I don't yeah, know if me- there's a lot of different greenhouse gra- gases. I think it's just one. Well, methane. well, I think that they actually get into a second one here. But Tyson, as uh, that you are alluding to, yeah, the thing like, oh, you always hear about, oh, cows fart too much. That's mm. going to release all the methane gas. That's the big problem. But uh, this actually new this new discovery focuses more on something that we hardly ever talk about cow urine interesting then mm. they release a lot of it i spent yes. time watching them pee so now danny wait what yeah so you never just out there watching cows pee? i see so many cows when mm-hmm. i'm out working that inevitably i see a lot of them oh pee. i thought you specifically were making trips to watch cows pee yeah i film it i've got a channel <laughs> Dude, I bet this channel would actually blow up. Uh, okay, cool. So yeah, you watch a lot of it's called the Mulu. The Mulu. Now, Danny, famously, uh, you have said on this podcast, uh, you are very anti-cow. Uh, you you dislike all cows. 
I dislike them so much. Just this past weekend, when I was up at work, I was driving over all sorts of cow pies and spraying them up onto my car. Cow pie is like a very pleasant turn of phrase. Yeah, for what giant it is, right? steamy pile. It's got always got this like cow outer diarrhea. crust. It's always got this outer crust too. You're like, oh, maybe this one's aged to a hardened, you know, like a texture. But no, that you break through the outer crust and it is always soft underneath. The outer crust keeps the inside soft, like a, just like a pie, true pie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like a pie, which uh, probably how it got the name. And so you're like, you're driving all of them. You're hopeful that they're going to be hard enough not to spray up onto your car, and then they do. Yes, I hate cows. I would gladly give up all beef products if it meant no more cow. Now, cows. Danny. Do you hate all cows or only cows that are not potty trained? Mm. This is maybe I found some kind of compromise. Let's mm-hmm. hear more. Yeah. Okay. So enter the Moo Lou. Uh, is that the best bathroom pun uh, out there for cows? Tyson? Can you top it, Rob? Hmm. Uh, the cow mode. Nope. Hmm. Something with bovine. Hmm. Uh, okay. Bovine throne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so. Bovine bidet. <laughs> bovine <laughs> bidet. Yeah. It's not quite Pete a bidet. With. Anyway. Yes. So they've created uh, the Mulu, which is almost like a patch of grass that is going to uh, lure cows to go and pee in this uh, special pen and because the reason why they are doing this is because that the cow urine contains nitrogen uh, and especially when uh, mixed with the feces it becomes ammonia which is another environmental issue uh, that is acid uh, rain yep yep Jeez, dude, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Another reason to hate cows. Cows are ruining our lives, dude. Mm-hmm. And for what? Poorly cooked steaks and hamburgers? Well, that's don't blame that on the cows that they're poorly cooked. <laughs> yeah, the cows aren't no, cooking saying, them. No, mm-hmm. I know that. I'm just saying that the, all we're getting for the acid rain and me driving through cow poos endlessly at work. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not worth it. Yeah. So. Uh, Whoa, the, hold on. Yes. Hold mm-hmm. on. I just saw. Eight gallons of urine a day sure. for a cow. Eight yeah, gallons. Yeah, because all they're eating gallons. is water. They're only eating watery grasses and stuff, dude. All that stuff has liquid in it, plus they're drinking water. But eight gallons is a lot. That's insane. My question here, which I know none of us will have the answer to, is do the relatives of cows, the wild counterparts... What is also, a per- counterpart like a wildebeest, like yeah. uh, like any of those, like even like deer or any of those things. Do any of those guys also have this same urine and fecal? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good now, question. Uh, we would need an animal scientist on the panel uh, to answer I that. Think so yeah. Well, let's just focus on cows, mm-hmm. though, because we all know and understand cows. We've grown up around them. I think we did actually a study a long time ago about how few people have actually ever seen a cow. Mm-hmm. And there, it was like a huge number of people have never seen one out in the know, wild in pasture yeah. or not. Hopefully not in the wild, but mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, is do you got more details for well, us? I was going to say that. So while the cows can be trained to urinate in a certain area, it only takes about two weeks to train uh, the calves. Uh, they did not yet try to train the cows to uh, defecate in a certain place. That's the part of the study that would be appealing to Danny. Uh, oh but gosh, as far gosh. as uh, teaching the cows not to uh, emit methane uh, via belly, Belches and flatulence. Uh, they said they they can't train them to do that because, uh, according to the uh, person uh, interviewed, uh, they would blow up. <laughs> the cows would explode. Uh, still gathering eight. So we used to have, I think, nine hundred cows, six mm-hmm. to nine hundred cows. Gathering six to nine hundred cows, eight gallons of urine daily. From that, yeah. let's just say, average seven hundred fifty cows. I, I, where do you, where do you, how are you handling that much liquid? Where are you pumping it? Now you've got an environmental disaster in the fact that you probably have thousands of gallons every day from these cows. What do you do with that? Hmm. That's is a there a product yeah. that you can build out of it? Yeah, like, like some, are those gases a positive for anything? Like, isn't nitro nitrogen? Nit- you mix it in soil, right, to get yeah. good plant growth. Yes. But like everything else in quantity, it becomes dangerous uh, or yeah, but, at least a disaster. But you get the large quantity of it, collect it, yeah. and then make fertilizer out of it. You right? could power a Tesla with it, I think. Oh, that'd be great. That yeah. would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Every- nitrous, nitrous powered Tesla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that idea. If we could somehow power cars with uh, cow piss. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. All those stinky cattle farms would just have a tank you could Dude. roll up. No, you just have every house would have a cow attached to the side of it that would just piss straight milking its piss all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what we're going to call it now? I mean, you're getting eight gallons a day. I don't hardly eight gallons. I never use. I mm-hmm. hardly ever use eight gallons of gas in a single day. Almost yeah. never, but, unless you know, we're on a road it, trip. Yes, eight, eight gallons of urine, but how many gallons of milk? Think about it. Yeah, you're getting milk too, Danny. <laughs> yeah. And so. if you have a bowl, then you're getting, uh, you know, seed to sell to whoever has a Wow. Female. Now yeah. you just got this cow hooked up with uh, some hose to every <laughs> hole. Every hole has a hose. A hose and then hole. methane, I think you can run stuff off methane too mm-hmm. so, so yeah again that's another hole dude we yeah. could utilize like they were all shocked that we could breathe out of our butts remember that study yeah but it's like cows could do so much they could power the world with every hole offering us a different uh you know energy okay, source so yes. maybe this will change your opinion danny wait yeah get them off of my uh <laughs> place of work and put them Somewhere else in a where garage they next to your to garage. Mm-hmm. I guess if I garage, yeah, I always have garage. flies too. I was sitting there looking at the cows. Uh, on there's Sunday probably something you can do with the flies. Always flies, always so many flies. So when I try drive by a cow, even if I don't mm-hmm. remember his poo, I have to go through its fly cloud. That is like, ah, mm-hmm. it's not, nothing it. good. It's it. not worth the hamburgers, it's not worth the steaks. I have to backtrack a little bit here because Laureen Vermillion. Yeah, I think that's how you say that has come up with maybe a better pun than the Mulu. She came up with Wagyu washroom. (laughs) That sounds expensive. That is that is Wagyu washroom. That's what they do in Australia. That's Mm. uh, what uh, they yeah, the same product, the Mulu in Australia, because Australians 
neither recognize the sound moo because to them a cow says something else probably. Wagyu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is it wagyu? <laughs> wagyu washroom. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a type of steak? Right. Yes. Yeah. It's a type of cow. Yeah, I think. Oh, it's a type of cow. I don't and know for sure. Cow. Well, beef uh, relief is another one. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> beef relief. <laughs> okay now we're everybody you know it took a little while mm-hmm. for everybody's trains to get going but now we're out of the station judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Well, as Danny talked about uh, the problem with all of the uh, cow pies, uh, you know, dog pies are a little bit of an issue for people. They're a bigger problem. Bigger problem, uh, especially on carpeting. And so (laughs) another thing that people have to uh, keep the carpets clean is the Roomba robot vacuum. But Tyson, what mm-hmm. happens when the Roomba inevitably runs into a dog pie? We came into that. We had covered a story like that a couple years ago, and the Roomba spread the dog poop all over the Art. entire apartment. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. it looked like a Jackson Pollock painting yeah. mm-hmm. over the entire footprint That's like what of the you house. Have next to you. Yes. Yes. Uh, over here, it's mm-hmm. off. Yeah. And, uh, so it was disgusting and mm-hmm. anybody who owned a dog should immediately have gotten rid of their Roomba, which inevitably probably angered the robots. Uh, but that's, I mean, it was really a bad, bad situation. Yes. Very bad situation. Well, have no fear because the Roomba J7 Plus is here that has given customers even more control over their clean with a camera that will help it now avoid pet droppings instead of smearing them all over the floor. Oh, that's oh, great goodness. news. But also, like, let's say Danny's one of the world's leading camera scientists and you get a call from Roomba. And it's like, Hey, Danny Bryson, we've got the most important, uh, this is going to change humanity. And you're like amped because you've always just wanted to help humanity with your knowledge. 
You're like, you're going to spend six years working on a camera that can recognize dog turd. My Mm. life is it's it. That's my legacy. Yeah, I, I, I can retire. I don't have to do anything else the rest of my life. Danny Bryson built a poop camera. Yeah, uh, the greatest camera ever. But it only recognizes dog turds, and, and you've had to surround yourself with dog turds over the last six years, all different kinds and styles, to make sure that each and every one of them is recognized. What's funny, Tyson, is there was a team that built 100 physical models of pet droppings and then trained an algorithm <laughs> on over hundreds of thousands of images to get the, de- mm-hmm. the device to avoid the crap. So someone really did devote, a, a, like they came out of MIT, they were fresh faced, naive, full of hopes and dreams, and they were sent on the poop project, you know, like two years. And now they're completely burned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah. You sure they didn't come from the Southampton Institute of Technology? (laughs) That's very possible. I don't even know what Institute of Technology that is. Mm. Does everyone have an Institute of Technology? I feel like, you know, every state should have one or city. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter if that was what you built. That's something to be proud of. That's more than most people ever build in a lifetime, a poop aversion software. And mm-hmm. I could use that on my truck. Like, why not put that on a Tesla? I don't oh drive my a Tesla gosh, at work, dude. but just airbags go off and it screeches <laughs> to a halt. <laughs> no, no, no. When I get near a cow turd, yeah. these things pop out from the side of yeah. my fenders so, to can collect the spray. Yeah, Danny, what you need is the Roomba that does clean up the cow poop. You need some oh, sort of sucks like, it yeah. up into your car to keep it driving. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a bulldozer at work. I'm just not allowed to drive it. But I, if I was, that all I would do is just drive it with the blade down. That doesn't mm-hmm. sound like the Danny Bryson I know. Oh, my I dad know. said I can't drive the bulldozer. It's really, so I guess I won't. <laughs> it's super dangerous. Looking. I guess I won't. And I don't think that I'm qualified. If you've looked in there, I mean, it's not any more, it's not any more complex than the snow cat we set on fire. Danny, Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Can we, can I, if I fly out there and we start YouTubing around on air, can we do (laughs) an an episode of mediocre amateur where we teach ourselves to drive a bulldozer, Danny, you just have to bulldoze backwards to take the mileage off the odometer. It's that simple. If only I knew. (laughs) Guys, the bulldozer has so much. It has these things on the back that are like giant, you know, like Mm -hmm. snake fangs. I don't even know what those do, Uh but uh, it just adds to the intimidation factor. Tyson and I would probably die within the first 10 minutes because it has so much power that uh, who knows what kind of trouble we'd get up My dad has a lot of heavy driving equipment as well, Danny, if we're getting into some humble brags here mm-hmm. okay. and I'm afraid to drive all of it. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. But, but I did drive the giant industrial forklift all over and I drove that around with people on the forks mm-hmm. standing on the forks. Well, let's not forget that the reason I want to drive the dozer is uh-huh. that I, if the Roomba had something similar, like it could just push the poop out of the mm-hmm. way. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is that that could be an alternative to creating a sensor. Maybe a cheaper uh, solution yeah. would be just to put on a poop dozer. Initially, no, not a poop dozer. That would still smear. Uh, eventually, they'll have a way to pick up the poop as well. and Because uh, you freeze it. Up. You could shoot with like nitrogen or <laughs> whatever, whatever that is. And From then the scoop it. Right. Liquid nitrogen. Uh, yeah. uh, Docs in the chat says, Danny's dad never said 
Tyson couldn't drive the bulldozer. Yeah. <laughs> you never said that. That's the loophole. We mm-hmm. just found it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he would well, love it. I never well, told him Dan. that Tyson was the one driving when the snowcat. I didn't even fired. drive it. I just started it. Yeah. We, I don't even think we were. Oh, we were driving. We were driving. We we're driving yeah. in and out of that. Uh, I slammed it in the shed. park. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, now, the firefighters did say we did. We did a great job. Right. In yeah. containing the fire. We did. I mean, it took years off our lives more than any hot oh my dog. Gosh, dude, I've mm-hmm. never inhaled so much smoke from burning rubber in my life. <laughs> Where? What, what was this? Uh, at my work, uh, we had a snow cat. And you know what a was, snow cat is, Danny or Rob? Uh, it's a piece of uh, machinery. Yes, yeah, tra- yeah. it's like got tracks. Okay, and it can kind of stay on top of the snow, and then it has like a snow plow. Got so it. we were going to get these snowmobiles out. So I said. Tyson, why don't you clear out the little garage ways? Like, so they were because the snow comes off the roof and creates a pile. So Tyson started driving, and, and then I was driving it very well. Very well. Very well. It's like operating a tank, super fun. And yeah. then it smoke started billowing out of it. And he said, Is that a problem? Mm-hmm. And the thing was, there was a fire due to a rat's nest in, in the middle, like the core of the machine. Oh, yeah. So we tried to shovel snow on top of it and eventually we smothered the fire and then the fire uh uh department showed up they commended us on our excellent work Mm -hmm. but um the machine was destroyed very expensive machine Mm -hmm. but the uh, burning in it was burning it was burning all the windows cracked in the thing from the heat heat. the metal of the body of the vehicle uh, got all discolored. Uh, yeah. The paint did and bubbled up and stuff everywhere. And every single piece of rubber and plastic part in that machine burned and it was black. The blackest smoke you've ever blackest. seen. Just mm-hmm. going straight into our nose Ooh, holes. Uh, I can still smell it even oh with gosh, COVID dude. nose. Yeah. Still, mm-hmm. It's like the one smell I can And uh, mm-hmm. there were three of us there that day, Danny and I often forget the third person there who said we said many many times what should i do what should i do what should i do and we tried to get him to do the only thing that we knew he a could do and b to get him out of the way as quickly as possible from hindering mm-hmm. danny's and i's uh speedy attempts attempts to yeah. save the life of this mm-hmm. but i heard that that machine now has a second life right so he bought it, it and restored it, it or you sent restored it off to a farm so uh, awesome. where it's lived out and stays slightly. Mm-hmm. We should go visit it. Hey, we should. Going back to the poop story. This is the technology that you don't think you need until you've smeared that poo all over your floor. Right. Yeah. And it's just nice that someone takes up the tasks of these ty- types of jobs and yeah, develops really technology to solve these problems. And what the Roomba will do is that the Roomba will actually uh, photograph the dog poop Whoa. as a camera and will photograph the dog poop. And then it will send you an alert and let you know about the poop that is on the floor. Will it send you a photo of the poop? Yes. It will take a picture of the poop. That is awesome. And and send it to you. My friend in college would send me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Danny already, Danny had a human version of this. Yeah, I did. (laughs) He was so proud of them. He'd always send them to me by mail, by the way. It was like a paper. Wait, he'd print out photos and send them to you? Yeah, he had to. Who is this? Willie did it. (laughs) Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. 
That's nothing for the Roomba. The Roomba can no. do it all digitally. It all I digitally. mean, if, if the Roomba had to go to 24-hour develop and get its film developed, <laughs> and, and then put it in a letter and send it to you, mm-hmm. that's actually impressive. Yeah. It's just like snapping. So your friend would then sh- show his face at the, uh, the uh, store where they develop the photos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it at the time, but that's so true. He had to go get it developed. And by the way, at the time, we were both uh, missionaries, right? So we're supposed to be those clean cut Mormon missionaries to wander around the streets. Uh So he's got pictures of him, you know, doing uh, church stuff. And then like a random picture of his poo in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like the guy at the... 24-hour development just of wonder yeah. sort of, what, what is going on here? He must the always guy. have had to have been like ready to feign like shock of like, <laughs> yeah. what do you mean that's in my photos? Uh, yeah. Someone yeah. must have stolen my camera. The guy developing the photos was never receptive to the Mormon missionaries' <laughs> yeah. message and they could never understand why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not impressed that the Roomba can do this because like I said, I had a human doing this when it was <laughs> right. it was like so much more difficult. But I do appreciate how, how would that be if you're in the middle of like a date? Mm-hmm. Or like a real serious meeting in your room, but it's like, hey, I've got this picture for you, and you open it up, and you know she yeah. sees it from across the table or he or whoever, and it's like a giant turd right there on your phone. Uh-huh. So yeah. if you own one of these Roombas. Will then your friends prank you by taking giant turds on your carpet <laughs> for then the Roomba to send photos of? I feel like that, that is a good prank. prank. That's yeah. A prank. <laughs> yeah. And, or just pick up the Roomba after you've gone to the bathroom in a toilet and point it and see if it can recognize it and then send your friend up. We're mm-hmm. about to get a lot of different TikTok, uh, some new, <laughs> a new TikTok trend, I think, Rob, mm-hmm. with the new Roombas. So. Roomba poops, Pumbas, poop. Yeah, I can't come up with the name. That's Rob's department. Pumba. <laughs> yeah, Pumba. Yeah. Getting sent Pumbas. Yes. And the nice thing about having the photo of uh, the uh, dog pie on your carpet is that when you get home, then you can uh, go to the dog and say, did you do this? Did you do this? (laughs) With the photo right in its face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. Because then the dog will know what you're talking about. You know what would be better? Sorry. One last comment. The next step up for the Roomba would be able to usher your dog to the toilet just like a cow, when it senses yeah. a dog's about to go poo on your carpet, that's more valuable. Hmm. If if the camera technology could was always on, even at charging, and you set it up kind of like where the dog usually poops, and then it alerts yeah. you and the dog is like, not here, not here. Because you know <laughs> if you spook like a pooping human or a pooping dog, they'll stop pooping. It's that's not like, oh, I, I'm going to go right now. It's like, oh, I'm spooked. I'm going to hold it and go. So uh, eventually the Roomba, maybe a Roomba with a toilet bowl on top of it. Ooh, nice. And an incinerator inside. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Now you're talking. That's next there level. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's we next. talked about how the Mulu uh, was working to uh, help out to prevent things like acid rain and other greenhouse gases. Well, Taco Bell is doing its part to help save our environment. And what they're doing is trying to reduce the eight 
billion pounds of Taco Bell sauce packets that go into U.S. landfills every year. Uh, They have a new program where they're trying to uh, keep the sauce packets out of the landfill. And the way it works is that you'll sign up for a uh, account with a company called TerraCycle, and then you will return empty sauce packets or collect uh, collect sauce packets into the recycling container uh, and they will ship them back. So I just yesterday got Taco Bell and I saw that little infinity figure eight sign mm-hmm. and I read the, the TerraCycle recycle, whatever thing. I thought, what the, like it didn't make it. So this mm-hmm. is a great, this is closing the loop for me on exactly what was going on. I did not yeah. know that that's what they were trying to do. So when I first read this article, I thought they wanted you to send back their, your unused sauce packets, mm-hmm. but apparently they want you to send back the used sauce packets so they can refill them. Interesting. I used a sauce packet yesterday because they didn't put any in my bag, but luckily I have hundreds in a yeah. drawer, and which is what purse, they're trying yeah. to solve. But the truth is I use those hundreds. So I put them in the drawer. The, the thing that was disturbing is that I grabbed a packet from our drawer and it was super liquidy. And I thought there's no time, um, you know, expiration, whatever. And I didn't know if it was safe and I can't taste if it's bad. Uh, so now it's nice to know that if I could take all the hundred. Why are you eating it if you can't taste it? Because I'd, I'd like to think that someday I will be able to. Mm-hmm. But I can take all those packets that no longer, I don't know how long they've been in there. And now you're telling me I can ship them off. They'll open it, refill it with fresh, delicious taco fire sauce, Taco Bell fire sauce, and send it back to a restaurant. That's, what, that's yes. what's happening here. Yes. yes. That's awesome. But are they repurposing or are they melting down and creating, are they fully recycling the bat packages? I have to assume. I believe that's unclear. Okay. I, don't think I mean, I would have to assume because how else would they with when you rip the bag open and stuff, it seems like that's the only way. So they probably take Lasers. any other, uh, my Nespresso machine, uh, gives you bags that you can put and there's a shipping lab- label already on them. Is so it you a put the, no, it's an Nespresso. Uh, it's the same thing. Yeah, well, I pods. read years ago, people were complaining about current you put cups. The, yeah, you put the pods back in this bag and send it and they recycle them. Mm-hmm. And they give you the bag and pay for the shipping and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's a good initiative on uh, a lot of those large corporations. I mean, obviously, it uh, looks good on them. And if they're actually doing it to uh, yeah, that's the thing the that we hope they are, then it will uh, make an impact. We should so. just put all this crap on boats and send it to China until like two, three years ago. China's like, yeah, we don't want that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 710 million metric tons of plastic. Oh, wait, that's not what they put out. How much did you say they put out the, the packets? Where'd you find that number? Uh, a billion pounds of used mm-hmm. says used sauce packets. Yeah. A year or total? A year. Every oh, year. That's disgusting. But mm-hmm. this is this one says used. They're not solving that problem. Eight billion unless they're counting any packet that goes home with you as used, I guess. Because yeah. I they're only using ones that are already filled and you're when, just sending those back. When I think of my carbon footprint, well, yeah. not necessarily my full carbon footprint, but waste wise. Uh, 
I look at the stuff that I'm throwing away in my garbage can versus the stuff I'm putting away in my recycling bin. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying my hardest. I'm picturing that if I had to store all the garbage on my own property, how long before I would overrun myself? Well, what you should be considering is your hot sauce packet footprint. Mm-hmm. Like I, you didn't even I don't think eat about hot that sauce. Before. I don't, mine's zero. Why? Because I don't eat it. You don't put hot sauce on your yeah. burritos. I mean, Tyson's tacos. doing the most help to. Yeah. I'm doing it. the most help, yeah. and it's only because of those packets. And I've uh, I, I don't even go to Taco Bell. I don't either. Okay, there's lots of other restaurants you can go to. And I don't use a sauce, sauce packet. I I go to Chick Fil A, and they're like, "Do you want the sauce packet? No sauce for me, thank you, good sir." Uh, mm-hmm. Dude, McDonald's. Look at you. Yeah. Look yeah. at you saving the I world. Buy my ketchup at Costco. Yeah, but you don't eat. Uh, you eat out, and when you eat out, you guys both. You, Tyson, do you ever get ketchup packets? Nope. nope, I don't eat ketchup. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Okay, so I've got Tyson's an angel, but Rob, come on, surely you yeah. must be. I'm not a sauce man. I won't eat sauce anyways. I feel like you should know that about me, Danny. I do know you're a. You're not a sauce man, but I, I didn't know to what extent. I didn't Especially know you were crunch. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that in ranch. Anti-sauce, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just all sauce, all sauces. I'll eat barbecue sauce if, like, I can't, like, not have it Mm -hmm. on there. Like, if they're like, oh, it's already mixed into the thing, to the brisket, but everything else is like, no. I love Taco Bell sauce. Like, I can't eat Taco Bell without Taco Bell sauce. Yeah, and that should be a pretty good indication that you shouldn't be eating Taco Bell. (sighs) At least a billion pounds of the used sauce packets probably came from me especially remember they used to give you so many packets like an absurd amount and then mm-hmm. someone in corporate was like hey we need to ask people how many packets they need yeah. mm-hmm. we're saving yeah and they're saving a trillion dollars a year because of that yeah because thing. seriously it was like uh i'd get like two tacos but i'd get 15 packets of sauce yeah and they were thinking, oh, that's no, ain't no thing, but 15 packets of sauce to every single customer nationwide Eight every day. pounds of yeah. sauce packets. <laughs> it's, it's a ton. That's the thing. So Okay, now yeah. I know. I don't know if I'll ever do this, but because uh, I tend to use up all my packets. All right. Well, it is mid-September officially now, and so uh, we are almost to spooky season. Official? Uh, yep. Tomorrow it will be. And uh, I mean, I guess it's like the middle third of September. Yeah, the 11th to the 20th, we're in the middle third. So yeah, it's like middle, right. Let's just say the middle. September. We're well yeah. on our way to uh, Halloween. Tomorrow will be halfway there. And so yeah. uh, that we're going to start getting a lot more scary stories. And so there mm-hmm. is a brand new company called Finance Buzz, and they are looking to pay $1,300 to somebody to watch 13 scary movies while wearing a Fitbit so they can see how your heart rate goes up when you watch a scary movie. Danny, do you like scary movies? No. Well, depends. There's like scary movies involving possession. There's scary movie. I don't like those ones. Uh, There's scary movies involving like, you know, ghosts, uh, monsters, don't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. Psychos. Uh, don't necessarily like those. Uh, I'll watch any of them, but I don't. The Saw. Yeah, like the Saw. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That would be considered like a psycho. Yeah. I don't go out of my way to see horror. 
um, movies. They're they're saying here like a quiet place, a quiet place part two. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could watch those. I I I think that's kind of science fictiony. Those are alien. I know it's horror, but there is uh, an alien. Those are thrillers. Yeah. Those aren't horror. Those are thrillers. Here are the movies you have to watch. Saw. Nope. Amityville Horror. A Mm. Quiet Place. A Quiet Place Part 2. I'd watch both of those. No sweat. Candyman. Eh, The new one or the old one? I don't know. It doesn't say. Insidious. Probably the new one. The Blair Witch Eh. Project. No. Sinister. You you won't watch the Blair Witch Project or you just... Mm-hmm. It just makes you sick, Danny. It's what? just like I can't. It's yeah. too distracting. Sinister. Yeah, but they're paying. Okay, I don't get think out. I even know. Get out it. was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. If it's it's a, I think it's a really horror. I, I don't think it's a yeah, horror yeah. either. I, I totally out. agree. I the don't think purge. that's a horror. Halloween from 2018. I don't want to watch. Why the is the purge, purge Halloween? That's not horror. Yeah. It's not normal activity in Annabelle. Look, the purge is super violent. I, I didn't think make it's the just... study. That's what they're going to pay you $1,300 to do. Nah, I would. I'll tell you my favorite horror film. What is it? Go on. If I can remember what it's called. Paranormal Activity. Oh. Paranormal Activity. That's on the list. Vaguely remember that one. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You know why I like it? Why? Because it was made for like $10,000 with like great. three actors. Yeah. And it's just like one of those like rags to riches stories mm-hmm. where it's no just final like, destination on this. No final destination. Not on here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they, well, $1,300. I would do it. I would too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and a $50 gift card to cover the rental costs of the, Fright Fest, mm-hmm. where you're renting these, you're going to Bend, Oregon, and getting the only rentals. I mean, but how? Well, no, you rent them online, but how? Like for ones that you can't. Uh, oh, stream. Okay, yeah. yeah. But how uh, are they going to monitor that you're actually watching all of these? The heart rate monitor. Oh. It should, it's like should they should be able to put it against you know like the video's scare meter but, or whatever? Like what if you, is there a scare you, meter? I don't know. Do you have the whole month to watch them or what? No, you have to watch them between the days of October 8th to October uh, so October 9th to October 18th. Can I watch them at three times speed? Mm, I don't know. Like you? Oh, that would be awesome. But I think uh, the... I mean, I would probably fall asleep during some of them, maybe. Mm-hmm. Nope, you can't. And they would know because remember, they're monitoring your Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. fine. Um, and you have to fill out a, this survey and give them your information get about their why money's worth. you should be the person to uh, to do this. So this is they're probably just like to get you on a mailing list. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're trying to. This is a new business mm-hmm. looking for people like spam. And they're like, what? Thirteen hundred dollars. I like no this. I'd like to know who actually gets this job because I feel like these t- types of things always show up so a company can get press. Yeah, but I don't ever hear of the job going. It's to more it. like winning. Yeah, it's like maybe they factored all this money that's going into it yeah. as like winners, and it's all lottery. But yeah, I don't know. Tyson, this is how you should build up your mailing list, where it's like start the form, like, "Hey, would you like to pick up Tyson at the airport at the and airport? sitting near you? <laughs> Just fill out this survey and tell us all of your information, and then sell that to everyone. Mm-hmm. All the information you get. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, how yes. about uh, 
the, I guess this is somewhat spooky. I mean, uh, the moon. Yeah, like the moon is a big part of Halloween imagery. Correct. Uh, yeah. The oh gosh, why can't I think of it? What what animal? The wolf. Werewolf. Werewolves. Yes. Yeah. Werewolves in the moon. So a new study says that the moon may have a little bit of an effect on the way that men are sleeping. Danny, you have trouble sleeping. Just yes, a lot, but just men. It's uh, that the study says about men that the, that a research from Uppsala University in Sweden says mm. that sleeping patterns of men may be more sensitive to the lunar cycles than those of women. Uh, Tidal so forces are, on our nuts. i don't know i don't think that that's that's exactly it what what they came up with that they said that the uh during the first half of the lunar cycle more of the moon's surface is visible and makes the moon brighter and so what you don't have blinds i guess not i guess that that maybe that's like more in more homes uh like women are putting up some like window coverings and maybe this is what's happening a lot of men are too lazy to do that this is what's happened what happened they this survey uh company sent out an email at like three in the morning (laughs) and it was just like men only need apply. And they sent it out on the peak of the lunar cycle and all the men that got on at three in the morning were like, I'm bored. I may as well make a dollar 50 cents here to take this 90 minute survey. And then they all filled out the Mm -hmm. survey and all they got was men in the middle of the night who couldn't sleep. And then once they had their survey filled, they shut it down. So the people that slept well and woke up in the morning were like, Ooh, on a survey, I can make a buck 50 while I'm eating breakfast gets on survey already full. I love the picture they use. I always love pictures they use for mm. surveys. Look at this guy. He's distraught. Yeah. Dude, uh, I just can can't sleep during is the there a giant, Is there a giant moon in it somewhere? No, I know they should no. have put a giant moon. Yeah. So what happens like when there's like a blood moon or I wonder if that's like extra no sleep. Well, the blood moon is red, right? Yeah, know. So maybe no. you sleep better because it's dark. It is red. Uh, maybe that helps. Moon? What about the harvest moon? That's just a two full moons in one month, right? No, mm-hmm. oh, dude, that's the worst yeah. month for these guys. Oh, dude, that guys guy. aren't sleeping all over. They've got nothing else to do, but watch, uh, mm-hmm. Watch and is that supposed to be moonlight there in the back, or is that like full yeah, well, on the, daylight? I mean, if this is the moonlight, then the moon has really reflected a lot of light on this guy. This yeah, is like the study makes no sense. What mm-hmm. a weird thing to study. The well, moon surface. Talk to that many men. It was only like three hundred sixty men that they uh, talked to. We yeah, didn't even yeah. get our two thousand. Yeah, survey small, people. That's you too small of a sample. Two thousand survey people. Hmm. And did this, they, were they all men that they talked to? They talked to 492 women and 360 men. Yeah. Uh, but they found that the men were more sensitive to the ambient light. Oh, it's purely ambient light? Yeah, I like my room pitch black when I sleep, and I sleep better when it is, but... Uh, it is, there is a point where it's too dark. Too dark there? to sleep? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Have you ever slept in a cave? Oh, or no, ever, mostly where I sleep, yeah. Or, or slept in, um, I slept in a, a closet once mm-hmm. and you, you can't, it is so, there's like no 
you start to go insane because there's no point of reference. There's nothing. And when you get up to find the door, especially if it's a strange environment, you just stumble around. Mm-hmm. You need at least a little light to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the whole full moon, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, if you've ever slept in pure, total darkness, mm-hmm. it is not, it's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you have like your watch with your like, no, I'm telling you total darkness. Try it, Tyson. It's, it's uh, uh, unsettling to say, the I'll least. try it tonight and I'll probably love it so much that I'll continue to do it for the rest of my life. Yeah, mm. I, that'd be great. I'd be very interested in the results. Maybe you'll sleep better. I slept worse. So I need mm. something between a full moon and a closet. Okay. Like, like that's where I sleep the best. Like a quarter moon. A quarter moon in a spacious room. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you have to sleep in a large room. Yeah. It's got to, I got to have windows okay. that uh, reflect a little bit of the moon. So mm-hmm. I know exactly where I am in relationship to everything else in the room, especially my door. So yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Hmm. All right. So Danny has busted another study. Yeah, Faith uh, in the chat said that uh, this study does make sense because the moon has zero effect on women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As we all know. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then one last story before we get to Danny's uh, bolt hole. Congratulations uh, to the people over at Corona Beer for having uh, the world's number one most Googled beer, according to a new study. Mm-hmm. Not a positive because Not we all a, know what yeah. they were really searching for. And Can they, Corona beer cause coronavirus? Does exactly. Corona beer equal coronavirus? Did Corona beer company create coronavirus? Actually, I'm going to do, I'm going to see what populates. Okay. Corona. Hey, There's, no publicity is bad publicity. That's that, true. That, all these other beer companies, they would kill for this kind of publicity. Yeah, right. Not if like a rumor gets started that Corona <laughs> beer is made from the blood of uh, coronavirus victims or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if like, do you, if people really think, and there probably are some people who think that you get coronavirus by drinking Corona beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that this study might have been skewed by a bunch of people like doing searches about Corona, uh, like virus. And then those counted as like, they got to like the Corona beer website. So you're well, thinking Corona should capitalize on this and try to <laughs> manipulate the search results so that when you look up coronavirus, yeah. it points yeah, to their website. They start like a 19 pack. Here's my here's what pops up in my search history as I type in Corona. Not search history, but predictive search. Mm-hmm. Corona del Sol High School, which is like, I guess, a high school, like 20, 30 minutes away from me. Coronavirus, Arizona. Mm hmm. Corona del Sol Bell Bell schedule. So I guess that's the high school bell schedule there. Corona, the city of California. Mm-hmm. Corona Refresca. I'm assuming that's the beer. Are you even to the beer yet? Yeah. Coronavirus. Oh, yeah. And then Corona beer. One, two, three, that four, five, six, seventh down. And then Corona symptoms. Corona Premier. Corona Seltzer. Corona yeah, that's not Tell as, me more about that. Yeah. Let me look. Not as good as I would have thought. The Corona has seltzer, hard seltzer. Yeah. Okay. From Wal- you can get it at Walmart or Safeway. Okay. We here cool. at Corona were the world's most Googled beer for 2020. And we are back with 
a brand new variant of our recipe. <laughs> Come get infected by our delicious taste. Mm. I have a weird uh, fact here that says beer production worldwide is 1.91 billion hectoliters. Hectoliters. Equivalent of 76,000 Olympic swimming pools. I think it's a uh, cow urine uh, samples. I bet you cows put out more urine than beer production worldwide. Hmm. If it's a competition, the the cows are winning. Okay. Especially once the cows break the seal. Go on. I would... uh, What's the joke there? No, that's I love that. I, I know yeah, you guys seal? aren't aren't uh, drinkers, but uh, that that's like uh, if you if you start drinking a few uh, hectoliters of beer, once you you know go to the bathroom once, you're going to be in there all night. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I also love how they use Olympic swimming pools, as if all of us are like, oh. Oh yeah, Olympic swimming pools. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen an Olympic swimming pool. Have you, Rob? Like, like on TV, I would imagine. It's a yeah, big... but but do you know in your mind how big an Olympic swimming pool? Do you think you can visualize an Olympic swimming pool? Only from watching the Olympics. I just feel like we should we should come up with something better because I don't know I don't know how big an Olympic swimming pool seventy six thousand Olympic swimming pools. Yeah, that's a lot, but mm-hmm. you can't picture them side by side covering yeah. up a giant swath of land. All right. Well, good for Corona. Yeah, I mean, I'm corona, sure congratulations. That one of the few people that have benefited mm-hmm. from uh, the virus. I mean, one of the few, yeah, I mean, I was, uh, lots of billionaires. People, yeah. 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 You're right. The rich get richer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, Danny, are you ready to take us to your bolt hole? Yeah, follow the yellow stream. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's bring in Danny Bryson and uh, the world famous Danny's Bolt Hole. Welcome to my Bolt Hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Bryson. Guys, I had two stories. Both, uh, I I really like both of them. But one was behind a paywall, the Wall Street Journal. So I wasn't willing to deal with that. So I thought I'd do a go around because everyone always steals the article behind the paywall and then writes up their own. And it was about how running while high was this new thing. 
I was yeah. like, oh, that's interesting. I run. It sucks. High I on see, marijuana. Yeah, exactly. On weed. So I could see why people would want to do that. So I typed it into the search bar. Mm-hmm. And after going through several Corona related links, I actually found out this isn't a new story. People have been running high for a very, very long time. And they popped, you know, the big news article started popping up in 2015. I didn't know it was a whole thing. It makes perfect sense, right? Because running is miserable. Yeah. Uh, it can make you sick. Like it does mm-hmm. to me. I, I puke, you know, probably one out of every 10 runs. Uh, so running high, I didn't also know I, I did what I did find out. I read one guy's story about running high. It sounded like a great time. He said he ran with no purpose. He just ran to run, you know, just like through the city streets. Sounded like he was doing cartwheels mm-hmm. and having a really good time. But then obviously he can't run without it. Because when reality comes crashing down on you and you realize that running is just this grind for an hour, that it becomes impossible to run without it. So I thought, and a lot of these stories included this, the idea that once you start running high, you can't go back. Because real running is so miserable that the only way you probably can do it is high. Hmm. So uh, I didn't ever get around that paywall, but it was interesting to know that there was a whole world out there. Not just like one or two people. It sounded like a ton of people out there yeah. running high. All and right. Now, and now I know. Now I know when I see this that happy guy on the trail. Yeah. Uh, he's probably high. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have been familiar with products that do have either CBD or THC in them that are athletic products specifically for running. Yeah, mm. he was doing edibles. Yeah, yeah, which I guess is a big way to do it as well. Good way. You guess? Oh, I just guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, all runners take some drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, like whether it's ibuprofen, anything, or caffeine, anything to make it better than what it is. Right? Yeah. These people are just taking it to the next level. Uh, so that okay. was the first story. Um, put that on my bucket list. Put that right, if, Rob. If you ever think about taking up running, but you can't stand it. Because it is painful. Mm-hmm. I there have been go. running have recently a little bit. Have you been getting high to do it? Uh, Danny, uh, are you my doctor? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Okay. I should not be giving you no, any I, medical I, I thought advice. of that yet. Yeah. Now, now that I've planted the seed yeah, now, in your head. I got to think about it. Yeah. Now, how far I are go, you running? I've been going with uh, my wife. She's a big uh, uh, Peloton runner. So that we put in. Uh, that we uh, take her AirPods and she takes one and I take one and we've been doing uh, some oh. runs outside. Yeah. I d- the how like, like you've got to stay right next shoulder to shoulder, right? For that to work. Uh, Is I that mean, kind we, of a motivation? B- b- uh, lost contact with the device. That's kind of a good idea. It's kind of like a digital leash that keeps yeah, you. She can't run away from me. Pacing. Cause you I know the, the other phone. person. Yeah. She'll that's, drop that's, it. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Interesting. That's what people should be doing. You want to motivate a friend to run, give him one half of your iPod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The other study was um, some people did research to find out if beards evolved. And this was a local study done beards. at the University of Utah. But beards, not beer, not like beards yeah. were evolved to allow you to take a punch to the face. Oh, like an airbag for your face. Yeah, kind of like an airbag for your face. And their theory was, you know, obviously people, when they fight, love to go for the eyes and face, right? That's like the favorite place to Mm -hmm. punch. 
Yeah, what I do you think? Like well, let me get Tyson's take on this. Tyson, do you think that people, uh, evolved, men evolved having beards uh, to help uh, soften the blows of being punched <laughs> to the face? No, I think it's more insulation related. Mm-hmm. I, I do you agree. Keep your face warm. Yeah. yeah. And also, you know, uh, I know that uh, amongst us, there's some creationists and there's also some uh, evolutionists. Yeah. And uh, if we're following the line of evolution, uh, then uh, we evolved or maybe devolved into having less hair. Uh, and so, yeah, I think uh, that's, I think that's more, that's more of what it is. So they did find that your beard does take some of the force though. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, you get in a two fur. No, I agree with that. that. If you have warm- a big pillowy beard. Yeah. And it depends. My beard can't take, uh, your beard a, couldn't a punch. take a punch. I, I don't think my beard mm-hmm. would be very, very good at taking a punch. It does keep me warm a little bit. So how did they do this? Did they get a bunch of guys with beards and then punch them? No, no. They actually talked about that. They uh, they used fully furred samples mm-hmm. and they created them. If, I'm trying to find the part. Uh, I'm going to re- recite this from memory using like some kind of sheep's wool. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they created a fake face fake face and then they threw punches at it oh sheep fleece to model human hair and epoxy composite to model facial bones i mean i'm gonna grow my beard out now that i know that it can help uh like if it, yeah like face. if it could give you a better chin yeah, uh, yeah in a fight i mean that's worthwhile i hate being touched in the face and actually beards at some point are just as bad as constantly having someone touching your face mm-hmm uh, so I don't, I don't know if it's worth it. The insulation and the facial protection, just become a pacifist, maybe avoid confrontation. Uh, and you will never need that beard protection. Mm-hmm. Your but also the beard, uh, if you're getting in a fight, won't somebody be more likely to yank on the beard? Because oh. the more protective the beard is, the longer and puffier it's going to be, which means the more ample hair to grab. Yeah, maybe it also you could use it as an intimidation, right? Beards can be intimidating, maybe. I think they I used so. to be. Yeah. yeah, I think they used to be. So that, I mean, there's uh, another thing that will help I you mean, in a fight. Face mm-hmm. tattoos used to be intimidating, too. Oh, I think they still are. They still are. I, I mean, I think kinda, it, anyone it willing depends to get on a, the tattoo, honestly. Anyone willing to get a tattoo on their face, that's not someone I want to mess with. Fair enough. That's next level. Mm-hmm. Sure. But add a beard to that. So they've got tattoos on their face, uh-huh. a beard. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't win in that fight. They've got okay. intimidation. They've got shock absorption. Yeah. You're going to lose no matter what. I'm going to use my skill and that's run, run away. <laughs> I think though, like, let's say <laughs> somebody has super a big, high though. Yeah. Big old beard. It's hard to also know where their chin is to connect with. Yeah. So oh, that's the yeah. other thing is that your depth perception, yeah. where exactly is the placement of the punch? Mm-hmm. Knockout camouflage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that, Tyson. Yeah. So they there's probably a lot. didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't. And I'll uh, send you this article. You can email the authors of this. Why research. don't you on my behalf uh, email the authors? Yeah, sure. I speak for Tyson Apostle. Yes, I I'm a representative. Power Tyson of attorney. Apostle. Yeah, a power of attorney. <laughs> so anyway, now you guys know you run while you're high, I guess, if you hate running, mm-hmm. just know that you won't be able to run not high if you start mm-hmm. doing that and have a beard. So if you get in a fight while you're out there running high, uh, you'll be able to take a couple punches on the chin if they can even find your chin. 
Yeah. I used to ride mountain bikes with a couple guys who could only ride mountain bikes while high. Oh yeah. Oh. I remember those two guys. Yeah. Did they, because you? sometimes you, yeah. How, they, were they really good? I remember you'd ride through the trees and sometimes you'd see them off on a side trail. Yeah. I mean, high. I remember yeah. those guys before they go ride. Yeah. All right. They were good. They are still good. They still ride. I don't. So, so you have it. That's the test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Danny, what's coming up for you? Oh man, I better stay home for a little while. Um, You're not going to get recognized at your house, Danny. Yeah, Danny. Or get any respect. Mm -hmm. But I mean, my kids, by the way, are going to love this episode. I already told you guys that anything involving poop. When I, when I talk about tidal testicles, they're going to think that's so funny. Oh, really? That's like all they talk about now. Even your daughter? No, she won't understand. But my boys, I know they say things worse than that Mm -hmm. to each other. Uh, What's the worst thing you've caught them saying? Oh, I don't know. I didn't catalog it, but I'll keep an eye, Tyson. We'll mm-hmm. report back next week. So this week I'll be here. I'll be editing. I'll be putting out videos on Mediocre Amateur okay. on YouTube. Uh, just so, you know, I can get some of that sweet, sweet recognition that yeah. I crave so much when I'm out in public. Mm-hmm. Danny, when are we going to collab on a uh, project? So a we'll project. take the helicopters, go to a remote location that's super Set up a pickleball court and slap around some pickles. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. Okay. We'll take the chopper. We'll find it. It's just got to be flat. You could do it in the middle of the Bonneville salt flats or something. Probably. What about on top of one of those pillars in Monument Valley? Should be, it would be that's so cool. awesome. Could we yeah. land on top of one of those? I think you can. I don't know. I'll okay. Check. Yeah. Check, but we should definitely do that. Yeah. Where are all the uh, obelisks? They disappeared, uh, right? They, yeah, they disappeared. Uh, I guess the guy who was building them all disappeared too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who built them all, a girl who built them all, supreme, uh, like alien, alien. that yeah. uh, built them all. Tyson, you don't know who was building. We don't those. know who it was. That's true. Mm-hmm. We do not know. I really want. I want something cool like that to happen. That's real, like uh, a s- giant obelisk that's like emitting some kind of. Ra- uh, Made some elements we don't even have on earth. Yeah. Do you know how much that would be worth? As you approach it, you begin to see your own thoughts in like real form, something cool like that. That Mm, would be awesome. Yeah. As you approach it, you you can hear other people's thoughts. Thoughts. So it's just like, if there's like a bunch of people there, it's just like a bunch of people talking over each other in your head. Or it puts your dreams out in like a movie format and you can watch it like it's a hologram. You, you so you could watch your dreams yeah okay okay well that would be wild Damn, anyway that's maybe next week maybe next week okay keep us posted Danny yeah. Tyson, well, fingers what's crossed. coming up for you um coming up for me i am recording our second episode of the pickle pod yeah. podcast oh what, what name did you did pickle pod is that what you decided pickle pod. On? yeah there is another podcast called the pickle pod that's all about pickles okay. and we're pickle pod <laughs> that's all about pickleball yeah so uh how many people will stumble into yours hoping to hear about pickles i mean our logo is a pickle uh we're both wearing. Oh, so you're planning t-shirts. on it? Yeah, we're luring Bait people in by. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we just crunch the numbers to see. Is that a pickle joke? Crunching the numbers. Yeah, well, pickles are very crunchy. Dills, they are crunchy. Right? Uh, Vlasic pickles are the crunchiest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just uh, doing that and trying to think. 
uh, I am giving doing that gamma pickleball paddle giveaway on on my website right now that you can also win a video chat with me right after the airing of the premiere of Survivor 41 wow. next week. Yeah. Or if you want more time with Tyson, just hang out at airports until mm-hmm. you see him. Yeah, just, yeah with a side Tyson. Tyson. Yep. <laughs> I'd I'd be lured in with a sign every time. Oh, that's my name again. <laughs> yeah, somebody knew. Yeah, just a so. big fan of yours. I'm here to pick you up. Yeah. Okay, Rob. Let's go. Yes, Rob. What are what, we Danny? to number one? Uh, uh, say the survivor uh, yes, of yes, all time. Yes, tonight, tonight. Uh, that. Oh my, my gosh, it's happened. This is 40, the biggest countdown of my life. Forty weeks uh, tonight. I will wrap it all up. Mm-hmm. When I talk about Survivor heroes versus villains. I was in that. Yes, yes. Tyson was in. What a perfect. Like everything's coming together. It really is. The countdown mm-hmm. reached number one. Tyson's yep. still in it. It's just like couldn't have ended better. Forty weeks, really couldn't. Have. Forty weeks yeah. straight. Oh, how many hours? Un, of, uh, unmeasurable. It's yeah, it's really crazy what you do to your body. How many hectoliters of of survival? Yeah. You just the have proverbial, like a- <laughs> the proverbial cow urine you've yes. sifted through to get here. Yes. How many? How many hectoliters of my life essence? Yes. Have so we spent on this? Man. Yeah. But you that, still look young. You still hanging in yeah. there. Yeah, you're looking great. That's why that Halloween thing would be so great for you. I think mm-hmm. that's nothing compared to it's what you just nothing, nothing, dude. Nothing. I could do anything. You're a champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So tonight we'll wrap it all up talking about mm-hmm. heroes versus villains, and then no more watching Survivor seasons for me. Wow. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this time. I don't either. What are you going to do with this? Oh, time? I got, I got some ideas. You've Take got Survivor, Survivor 41 coming up. Survivor 41, but that's only one episode a week. I just got to record the podcast. Uh, I have a funny little gag that maybe would be hilarious for your podcast throughout this season. Okay. If they were all just two thirds the length that they know normally are. Oh, because they're only doing two thirds uh, yeah. the number yeah. of uh, days. Yeah. 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 That, uh, you saw Ethan's post about uh, Survivor with the asterisk by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at the bottom, I had an asterisk that said only 26 days. Uh, I think as long as they make it ridiculously hard, we'll be fine. Yeah. I, I think so. that's kind of like an old guy take to be like, oh, it's not 39 days like it used to be when I played. Yeah. I mean, I know that because they give you enough rations mm-hmm. and you can usually find enough stuff in the area for a little bit of time that that 26 day mark was not mm-hmm. a challenge physically. Yeah. But I think if they give you less or no rations, yeah. they have less uh, food rewards, then you'll accelerate that process, which yeah. I think is all they need to do. Also in fairness, when they started the show 21 years ago, that we the prize was one million dollars and so mm-hmm. if you work that out to like dollars per day uh a million dollars for 26 days with inflation is pretty much about exactly accurate. the same thing yeah yeah that is true <laughs> so that's true too no. okay that's i agree great. there you go all cool. right so, joseph okay. delpina just got here 
Perfect timing, Joseph. <laughs> He's like your friend who always doesn't want to be there, but wants to make it seem like he does. Yeah. I'm here, guys. I, did I miss anything? Yeah, we're just leaving. Okay. Yeah. All Perfect. Right. Next we'll be time. back uh, next Tuesday. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.